what we do here is go back, 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 back. You are now listening to the Sports of the Podcast with Shaheem Sutherland. Hey everyone, I'm Shaheem Sutherland, and if you're a first-time listener, welcome to the Sports Lit Podcast. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. Recently, I linked up with NFL players Sherrod Neesman, Brandon Bryant, and former college football player Chris Tyler. During the interview, we spoke about the Mary Mates Davy franchise, which they just opened up in Davy, Florida. We spoke about entrepreneurship and the similarities they see in running a business and playing football. Now, it's time for you guys to sit back, relax, and I hope you guys enjoy the interview. Hey, what's up, Brandon, Sherrod, and Chris? How you guys doing? Good, Brandon. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. No, thanks for welcoming me up here. Thanks, Brandon, man. We appreciate appreciate you coming in. Appreciate it. No problem. So, how was the grand opening? Uh, It went pretty good. We had a pretty good crowd out here. Uh, Brian Rowitz from ESPN, 106.3, came out. Uh, A lot of family and friends. You know, it was just a good event. The Chamber of Commerce came out. It was uh, much better than we expected, so it was you know, good good start to the business. Did everything go well? Everything went well. I got a chance to meet a lot of new faces, you know, seeing that I'm not from here. So linking up with some of the people that they that they are cool with turned out to be a great great time. What was the best part of the big day? Uh, you know, just uh, starting off new beginning. You know, uh, it was kind of like, you know, just a sense of fulfillment, you know, something we wanted to do, a lot of hard work to get to that point. And, you know, we just finally got the doors open and got to introduce ourselves to the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the best part um, to me was just the other franchisees in the area coming out, um, talking to us, giving us advice, you know. So um, they got to see our office, how we got it set up, what's good about what we got set up, what we should change a little bit, um, you know, just getting that, that advice from other successful successful franchisees in the area was was good to know so it was good to get in front of them get our let them see our office space and how we got stuff set up and how we operated um and getting that feedback from them so that was good so you guys like all the franchises you guys all work together like as a team uh somewhat you know each business is individual business and uh different systems and everything but we all have you know uh, a business model Mary Mays that we try to follow and you know, uh, you know, some franchisees have their strengths and weaknesses. So you know, just talk to everybody and see what they're doing that's successful to them, and other people what they wish they could work on and mistakes they made early on, and they're just passing it to us. And you know, just you know, learning from it early so we don't make the same mistakes as those guys, or you know, just attach ourselves to their success. Yeah, we. I mean, we. Um, as far as revenue, that revenue they make don't benefit us. Um, however. We operate in exclusive territory, so you know they can't go out of their territory and operate in ours, and we can't do the same with them. So it's easy for us to, you know, um, transfer information, what helps, what hurts, um, and the business aspect of it. And uh, that's what that's why we can relate those, you know, those issues because we're not competing with the same um, customers. You know, our customers is exclusive to our territory, our region, and we only do services in that region or in the open region, which anyone can go into. But um, besides that, um, yeah, it's, it's exclusive, so it helps. They can share whatever information they want. We can share whatever information we want to help them 
It definitely works for all of us to work as a team because it's basically brand awareness. So if we're doing a good job in this area, people in the next area, we're going to benefit them because they're like, oh, this, they're doing a great job. Let me join Mary Amazing since we all work in exclusive territories. Um, that brand awareness is spread out around the country so everyone, you know, could benefit from someone else doing well. So it's almost like a great team effort, but we just ran in our own way. So, so that's good. So you guys have support in every go. You guys accomplished something big like they ran over. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What made you guys want to open up a business? Well, it's something we all have talked about. You know, we've known each other for quite some time, you know, at least. I know Sharaf for six years, I know Chris for going on like 11, 12 years. So something that we always talked about, you know, we wanted to, you know, be our own bosses. And, you know, just, it's a few things in life, like sports, where you can compete, you know. And, you know, that's, you know, what I think that drives me and drives, you know, these guys is competition. So it's, it's other than sports, it's nothing more competitive than business. So, you know, that's just one of the things, you know, it's a great field to be in, you know, you just wake up every day with a purpose and you know it's all on you. you know, if you don't do it, it doesn't get done. So that's, you know, that's one of the main things coming from my point of view. Me, as far as um, the business, like servicing, um, we definitely want to open up a service. We like servicing the community. Um, we provide, provide jobs where, you know, provide services to people who sometimes necessarily can't get up and do these things themselves. So just us coming into their house is a big help to them. You know, um, so all around, I think uh, just the service aspect of it is is what I'm definitely in business for. You know, so that was a big thing for me. Yeah, like you said, service is obviously business, and you want to be able to help as many people as possible. Either that's through the service that you provide, or even provide jobs for a lot of people. Uh, that's one of the big reasons that I wanted to get into business. I've always wanted to be in business my whole life. Um, so kind of after my avenue with playing sports was more so I wanted to be a businessman. So it's been an ongoing thing my whole life. Talked about it, bring, bringing in ideas, so. So because you guys are so familiar with each other, that's why you guys chose to become partners? I think a lot of it, I mean, it was kind of organic. Like, since like I said, I've been knowing Brandon for a very long time. So talking to him about, you know, just being business owners and being bosses or whatever, uh, it kind of carried over through life. It was more something that kind of the idea built up over time, and then as you know, as we met Sharad, um, he was also kind of in the same mindset, and so as everybody was kind of in their avenues in their own lives, being business was like was something that we all kind of just was like we should approach it. Like we've been talking about it long enough. We've been talking about it for years and years and years. I think we get to that age where we can make you know actually kind of act on that on that thought, so it was just a, it was a great opportunity for us all at the right time. It was almost like perfect timing. So. What was the process that you guys had to go through to open up a business? Well, um, first we had to get approved for the franchise. You know, we had, uh, you know, simple things like show you have good credit and talk to the operations staff and the manager and the uh, COO and the, you know, the president of Service Smash and Mary Maids and then get approved, make sure it's the right fit. And then first, you know, we have to do our homework. So we're calling all the franchisees across the nation. There's over like 500 different franchisees across the nation in Canada and United Kingdom. So we got on the phone, we talked to dozens and dozens of existing franchisees, you know, to see if it was something we want to do. And each one of them, you know, each franchisee we talked to, you know, they, you know, three common things, you know, they, they have fun, you know, it's uh, something they like to do. 
and you know, obviously you get in the business to you know to grow profitably, and that's uh, you know something that you know we're able to do, and also like Sharad says, you know, to serve. So we want to be in service. So those are just things we're checking off our list. And then once we you know got down and we're talking to people, Mary Mays, and we get to meeting everyone, you notice that you know, unlike other franchises, everyone's together. Like you know, it's a, a positive network of people where everyone's working together. So we can just pick up the phone call and you know have the answer within minutes. So, you know, that was one of the positive things about, you know, this specific, you know, line of business and Mary Mays in particular that, you know, drew us, you know, to make that decision final. Yeah, um, just to add to that, um, another, some of the things that went along with us starting it was uh, the freedom that, you know, different franchisors, they, they don't give you the freedom to really open up, pick your location, pick, you know, a lot of things with this franchise. Um, we had the freedom to do a lot of that. We picked exactly where we wanted to go. Um, well, we chose our territory based on the open territories. Um, we chose our office space. We chose this location. We can, you know, set up wherever we want within our territory. Um, we chose to set up here. Um, all this is handled outside of, you know, Mary Mays corporate. So this was all stuff that we got to do on our own. We picked this, you know, size building for what we'll be doing. Um, and that was a, a big thing as well, the freedom um, of starting a business. Now we can go back and, you know, start a business without a brand at the at the time. You know, we're using Mary May's brand now, but we can go back and start a business without the brand and be able to start up and be self-sufficient because we've done everything from the ground up. And um, that's what Mary May's gave us the opportunity to do starting up. So that was good. So I, I have a question about other business ventures, but I don't want to get too ahead of myself because I heard you say now you know what to do mm -hmm. um, besides Mary Mays. Um, the whole process, you know, that you guys went through or not, it looks well. Basically, it sounds like you guys got your hands real dirty. Was it stressful at all, or I think it was more exciting. Uh, I wouldn't say it was stressful. I mean, there was a lot of things that you have to go through, a lot of hoops and people that you got to talk to, and a lot of like things that you have to pass, but as far as just like the opportunity to be, to just say that you're going to be owning the business and going into that process of operating it for the first time, I mean, I don't think it was, I mean, I think it was I mean, more so just exciting than it was, you know, something that could be frustrating. Hey, I agree. I think it was more exciting than stressful. Of course, at times, school, you know, everything, you know, for the first time, feel a little overwhelming, but you know, that's the, you know, the perks of having a, a good team that you trust. Uh, we talk about this all the time. We all have you know, different strengths and weaknesses, so, you know, different things that they're good at that I'm not good at, you know, that we can work together and vice versa. And then also, you know, just like another thing we try to do, you know, pull what we learn from sports into it, we hold each other accountable, so we just make sure everything's getting done right on time and uh, just everything we need to work on, find a way to get it done. To add to, to, add to that, I mean, the reason why it probably wasn't such a frustrating, it wasn't frustrating throughout the process because since we all do have different strengths, you know, if there was something that he wasn't good at, he was good at, and there was something that he wasn't good at, I was good at. So throughout the process, I mean, it, it made it kind of simple that we had a really good team, and that we had a really good team in place. So. Speaking of strengths, what roles do each of you guys play? So um, Chris, you know, Chris was, uh, he's worked at Enterprise, and he's a manager at Enterprise, so Chris is going to be, you know, pretty much in charge of day, -to -day activities. And, all those types of operations. And then me and Sharad, you know, pretty much just 
you know, getting there where we fit in and try to get as much done as we can, try to take as much stuff off Chris's plate as we can. But, you know, Sherrod's, you know, he's good with numbers. He's got an engineering degree. Uh, me, I'm not so good at numbers. I like to say I'm a people person. I like, you know, talk to people and do things like this. Guys in marketing. <laughs> yeah. He's a marketing, he's a marketing genius. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll do, you know, things on the marketing side, and, you know. Uh, when I'm in town, you know, you know, away from the field, you know, HR things, you know, pretty much whatever, you know, we can do to help Chris. But, you know, those things that, you know, we still in the works because we're still here. When we step away, you know, our responsibilities will change and it will be geared towards, you know, more of, you know, you know, Chris is running the show. We're helping him anyway if we can. What service does Mary Mays provide? Well, Mary Mays is a, a residential uh, cleaning company. So what we do is go into homes. We can kind of do businesses, but um, we're geared towards uh, maintenance cleaning. So we go into homes on a regular basis and upkeep homes. Not only go in for the first time and clean it when it hasn't been professionally cleaned in a while, but maintenance clean that home as well. So we'll come in every two weeks, every month, every, you know, whatever, based on your lifestyle, um, whatever your lifestyle demands, whatever your needs, you know, demands. Um, we'll go in and we'll meet those needs. We pretty much try to attain any needs that anyone needs done. Like we try to get that done. Um, and then so, but mostly for the most part, we come in and, and get it done on a regular basis. That's what we're supposed to be for, not just um, move-ins, move-outs, um, one-time things. We, we're geared towards going in on a regular basis, building, uh, relationship with our clients and and you know getting the job done so yeah. uh, like just to add on to what he was saying and just our ultimate goal is just to make sure that we make your house look as as brand new as possible so as if you were going to sell it we want to try to keep it as new as possible so so kind of like a, a brand new car smell yeah every time it's like going in for yeah brand new car so the car wash it's the house wash <laughs> Why Davey? So, like Sharaf said, it's a exclusive territory deal with Mary Mays. We operate in exclusive territory, but we also serve Cooper City, uh, Davey, like you said, uh, parts of Hollywood and Dania Beach, and small sections of Pembroke Pines and Miramar. So, uh, you know, places like Boca Raton and Miami, they're already purchased, so we can't operate in those territories. So, uh, you know, Davey was one of the open areas that, you know, after we did our homework, we figured this is where we wanted to set up shop, you know, so pretty good welcoming area, you know, the, uh, the demographic and the age groups are, you know, what we gear towards. So, you know, it's, it's a pretty good area to, you know, set up shop for housekeeping. Did you know what field you wanted your business to be in the beginning? No, nah, we didn't. Um, we first went into looking, we first started looking, we were looking into franchising. So it started as broad as franchising. Um, and then we kind of dug deeper. We went into the different um, levels of franchising. So you got um, franchises that offer a product, then franchises that offer a service. You know, we geared towards the service, and then it just got dumbed down from there. There's plenty of different services. Um, we came across just by talking to different people that's you know into business, has been into business. Um, we came down to residential house cleaning. Um, looked into that, looked into many different, probably five, six different residential house cleaners, and um, you know, we eliminated a few, went down the line even more, and 
this we ended up with Mary Mays. What are your plans for your future with Mary Mays? Well, obviously, you know, like we talked about earlier, uh, the exclusive territories. So, you know, we want to go ahead and expand, uh, grow, you know, you know, as wide and far as across South Florida as we can. You know, there's a couple existing franchisees who, you know, uh, you know, they've, you know, pretty tenured and, you know, they're getting pretty old and they're ready to retire. So, you know, obviously, you know, we're looking to purchase those from them and also, you know, get you know, some of the open new territories. So, you know, that'll just come with time, you know, once we, you know, max out this territory or, you know, feel like, you know, we're ready for more, piling on and, you know, we'll just expand. And on top of that, you know, we just, you know, bring our competitive nature over to business for sports. You know, we obviously, you know, like we said, we're a family within the Mayor Mays family, but, you know, we want to be known as, you know, the best territory, you know, in this area and then, you know, across the nation. We'll be right back after this short break. Sharad, earlier you said, you know, eventually you guys will do business ventures without the name Mary Mary. Yeah. What, what are those business ventures that you guys have in mind? Um, yeah, no, nah, what I said was if we were to start a business uh, from scratch, we know exactly how to do it. Okay. Um, we're not necessarily already looking into anything at the moment. Um, you know, this is kind of a, a mission in itself, so we want to get this running um, efficiently. And once this get running efficiently, we can then branch off and, and do other things. First, we want to expand, um, like Brandon mentioned. So, you know, expanding comes with, with, you know, more tedious work as well. So once we get a hold of all that, we can get it running um, sufficiently and, and running on the song pretty much then we'll, you know, we'll look into venturing off in, in different businesses and different things. But right now, I, I couldn't even tell you, you know what I'm saying, if what we wanted to do or what we think about doing. So I'm aware of all three of your athletic backgrounds and what you have to do to get where you reach athletically. For those who don't know, can you each share your story? So I can go back as far as you want me to go. I can start a high school or get yeah, start from high school. Okay, so, you know, high school, you know, uh, came in high school, you know, a shrimp, 150-pound running back, ended up, ended up growing to a, you know, 240-pound linebacker. Uh, you know, I always wanted to play at the University of Nebraska, and, you know, they wanted me to walk on. I didn't want to walk on, so, you know, I went to junior college, and after junior college, ended up, you know, getting offered to Florida Atlantic University. And then, you know, made the best out of FAU. Uh, was a four-year starter, you know, uh, you know, Persevered through adversity, tore my ACL two times, and you know, uh, still managed to make it to the NFL. So, you know, I, you know, no, no regrets in my professional career, my you know, collegiate career. You know, I feel like I'm, you know, pretty much, you know, working as hard as I can and doing the most I can. You know, uh, you know, I want to just keep it going as long as I can. That's that's a great you know resume you have, but I'm stuck on the 150 to 240. Yeah, yeah, I came in high school, man, like five foot eight. 156 pounds. I still got the freshman physical paper. My mom keeps all that stuff. So, yeah, man, I was puny, man. I was 13 years old, though. Uh, you know, I pretty much started school early when I was a child, so I was always, like, pretty much a great ahead. But, yeah, I was just a late boomer. <laughs> yeah, for me, in high school, I was a receiver. Um, I was under-recruited as well. I didn't get any any Division One offers. Um, took the walk-on route. Uh, finally got after two years and being out of high school, didn't start college, um, and, and finally got in touch with someone at a D1 school in Florida 
was, who would give me, you know, opportunity to walk on and play. Um, I had to save up some money as well because I knew I had to pay tuition. But in-state tuition in Florida is about the best you're going to get if you want to play D1 football. Um, so I chose to do, go that route. Got in touch with um, the recruit coordinator over at FAU. Uh, came in as a walk-on, tried out 53 peoples, five, five of us that made the team. Um, ended up making the team. First day I got, or the first week of spring ball, I made it in the spring. Um, first week of spring ball, I got switched to DB from receiver. Um, so that was something new for me, but I, was just, I just wanted a, a chance to compete, you know. So I got on, got on the team, played DB for a year. Um, was still filling it out for about a year. I didn't, I couldn't say that I liked it. Um, got on after my freshman year, sophomore year, I started playing a little bit more. Um, I played in about eight games at, on defense. I was pretty much a special teams player. Um, around the end of my sophomore year, tore my ACL um, as a walk-on. Didn't know how my, you know, my college career was gonna go from there. Tear my ACL. There wasn't many people I knew who had torn the ACL. Um, this was the same year, I think two games before Brandon tore his. Um, and so I tore my ACL. I, I rehab, came back from it. My junior year, a brand new head coach came in. I was real unsure about you know my future there as a walk-on um, backup defensive back. So, uh, but you know, luckily the coaches there they they gave me an op. Um, came in spring uh, training camp, training camp I performed well and, and I got awarded a scholarship. Um, from then, junior year, senior year, I started and, and got an opportunity in the NFL. I did my first two years with the Falcons. Um, so, you know, we're just gonna keep building from here. Uh, it was a lot of persevering and, you know, stuff I went through. So, it's good and it just all worked out. And for me, uh, I played at the same uh, high school as Brandon, actually. So we grew up and went to the same high school. So you guys go way back. Yeah, so we go way back. Um, I was kind of in between two sports, uh, football and wrestling. Um, I ended up becoming a state champion in wrestling. A lot of people kind of thought that that was like the route that I would go. But I kind of was really, my heart was in football at the time. So I was, ended up being a high school quarterback. I got a scholarship to go to the University of Nebraska Kearney. I think I stayed there for like maybe a year. And I transferred over to a junior college, which was Iowa Western. Switched my position from quarterback to defensive back. I stayed there for two years. And that team there, we won a national championship with them. It was the first in school history, which I think the school was only there for like four years. Went and played Division I AA college football at University of South Dakota. And I started two years there as well. Um, and then I kind of went into my career, my career enterprise, so. Sherrod, it's about to be year three, right? Yeah. How will you balance playing football and owning the business? Um, well, like we said earlier, it's, it's going to be the beginning um, now. So right now, we, you know, we get it up to, it's like build it up as much as we can now. And so that when we step away, um, Chris is ready to, you know, take on all the, the task that he needs to be able to do, being the only one here, you know, answering phones, um, doing laundry, all the day-to-day -day things, answering emails, um, just all the things. So what we want to do now 
me and Brandon is, is help around here as much as we can so that when we do step away, um, we're in a position where we can step away and the business can continue to grow. Brent, on your social media accounts, you can find you know videos and photos of yourself training. Are you still working towards getting on another NFL team? Of course, so you know, uh, of course NFL is a tricky business. You know, one of the most competitive you know, industries in the world, everybody wants to be in the NFL. So, you know, just got to work hard, you know, for that right opportunity, you know, had a couple workouts, lots of phone calls. So, you know, it's, you know, pretty much out of my hands, you know, up to, a, you know, up to God's hands and, you know, NFL owners and GM's hands. So, you know, I'm getting the calls and just staying in shape and, you know, just, you know, take it day by day because, you know, it can happen at any minute. So, you know, other than that, you know, I have, you know, like multiple, you know, plenty of CFL opportunities. So, you know, I don't want to sit out this year, you know, you know obviously my first love is being on the field and the dream is the NFL, but if I don't get signed by a certain date, you know, that me and my agent have talked about, then, you know, I'm going to, you know, go to the CFL up in Canada and, you know, put my best foot forward and, you know, you know, hopefully just, you know, play a great couple of years and come back down to the NFL or, you know, however, you know, it may turn out, but, you know, just looking forward to getting on the field. You look at Cameron Wake, right? Yep, exactly. We've got guys like Cameron Wake. Uh, Freddie Bishop, you know, teammate of mine of the Jets, he spent some time up in the CFL, came back down, and, you know, he's doing his thing with the Jets now. So it's just, you know, staying ready for the right opportunity and, you know, just, just love of the game. And earlier you said you played for the Jets, right? Yes. Who else? Seattle Seahawks. Chris, I know you said you started your career. So are you done playing football completely or? Yeah, I'm done. Oh, that chapter of my life is. For me, it's more business at this point, so. You said earlier that after you're done playing football, you started working for Enterprise. Yeah. Was that, you know, a job that you considered something you had a passion for, or was it, you know, like a nine to five? Can I, you go into detail of that part of your life? I think, um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a nine to five, it was more of an experience uh, for life. Uh, and, and when, you, when you go to school in college, you go to school and you learn about business and you learn uh, all these tricks and trades, but you don't really have any experience. So I, look, I looked at that as an opportunity to gain business experience, management experience, and learning how to run a business. And that thing, Enterprise gave me that opportunity. Um, even though I'm no longer with the company, I do appreciate them for giving me that opportunity to learn how to manage uh, employees, uh, learn how to grow a business, um, they gave me a lot of uh, knowledge and wisdom, so I'm ready to apply that into this business and any future ventures that I uh, plan on going into. So all that experience you gained there is, is going to be very helpful. It's going to be very helpful. You see athletes like Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Derek Jeter, and many more excelling in their own business ventures. What does that mean to you guys? So me personally, uh, a guy that I like to, uh, that I've talked to personally is Richard Sherman. I talked to him in my rookie year in Seattle, and he, you know, he explained to me the different businesses he he owns, and many of them are franchises. And you know, it just it was you know real inspiring that you know just talk to a guy who's successful at it, one of the best football players on the planet, and also a successful businessman. But you know, you'll never know unless you talk to him. So you know, I'm sure uh, I've never talked to LeBron James or Derek Jeter, but uh, you know. It's, same things that he's going through, they're going through, and just to be successful and have somebody you can talk to, and you know, let you know that it is possible, and you know, just you know, it's just you know, pretty much if you could, you could do football and you could survive on the football field and learn all that stuff that they throw at you year in and year out, 
then you do just fine in business. In the business world, just you have to be willing to do it. Yeah, they they pretty much just um, confirmed that this can be done. Um, they played sports at the highest level, um, were some of the best at what they did, and were also successful in the business in the business world. So um, it's inspiring, you know, to look at what they've done and they inspire us probably you know inspired all three of us to start this and and get this underway as well so and as i kind of go back to what we were talking about earlier i think it was just the right time and a combination of the right people with the right time um so with like brandon kind of in between me being done and sure i still kind of can manage this on his off season it was kind of like the perfect time and, and just the right people to kind of gel together and actually get this done so Looking forward to the opportunity for sure. What are the similarities that you guys see in running a business and playing football? Well, me personally, I think it's competition and accountability. Like I said earlier, you know, we all, you know, we let each other know when we're slacking and, you know, how we can improve on things. And, you know, because there'll be times where, you know, someone, you know, just like anything, football, life, you know, you know, maybe somebody's not feeling good, you know, you got to pick up a slack for someone, but, you know, you know, that can't happen. You gotta let them know, like, hey man, you know, we gotta pick this up here, you know, I gotta do this here. And then just the competitive nature. So we don't wanna see another, you know, franchise doing better than us. You know, we wanna help them, but we wanna go further than them. We don't wanna hold them down, but we wanna elevate higher than them. So just that competitive nature and, you know, just the, the you know, accountability and, you know, just persevering through adversity, you know, just like we talked about earlier, sports injuries. And, not you know getting the offers that we wanted but you know it can always be done if you put in the, the time and the work and you know the proof's in the pudding it'll be there yeah um just the accountability cooperation the competitiveness is all directly related to football and i think brandon hit, it, hit on all of them so same i think uh i mean i think you can take literally every piece of every piece of knowledge of sports and put it in the business i mean going from whether you're studying film, film um, that kind of relates to you learning the business and kind of what's the ins and outs of it. Uh, the, what the competitors are doing is what we do in football when you're, you know, watching another team. Like, what is it that they do, and what is it that we can do better than them? And trying to take that and elevate our service is the same thing as like a football player trying to elevate his game to be better than the next. So it's like it's all kind of it's all kind of one. We can compete, taking accountability and studying and just learning the field that you're in. So it all kind of correlates in one, so. Yeah, they, they do kind of mesh a lot. Yeah. How will you guys handle staffing? Well, with us in this business, staffing is an ongoing process. Um, we'll continue to be hiring. You know, you know what I say? When business say now hiring, um, we'll continue to be hiring, um, continue to bring in people to interview um, this business is a business where the retention, the retention rate for employees is real high. Um, they come and go, it's, it's a tough job, um, and it's just not for everyone. Just like any job in you know, America is not for everyone. So we just gotta find the right ones and make sure they're comfortable, um, make sure they're being respected, and, and you know, make sure we're managing them the right way. And, letting them know that they're part of a team, you know, and it goes back to football again. But um, I think with those, if we if we manage them the right way and respect them and 
you know, hit on all those things, I think we'll be fine. Since we're talking about staffing, how can people, if they're interested in applying, where can they go? Well, you can apply on Indeed.com. We have a you know ongoing hiring open application on Indeed. Uh, you can come right here to the storefront and go to marymaids.com slash Davey and you can contact us that way and we'll get you the application. But you know, uh, each employee, you know, we, we're sending employees in people's homes. So, you know, they're properly screened and background checked and drug tested. And also, you know, just you know, have a, you know, a reliable car. So those are the most important things for you know, our teammates. And if you fit the description, you know, you can contact us and you know, we'd love to make you part of our team. As an athlete, you guys experienced getting recruited at some point in your playing career. Now you guys are the ones recruiting people to work for you and pitching a service to sell. How does it feel being on the other side of the table for once when it comes to recruiting and pitching? Feels good. You know, I think it's the opportunity to bring the people in that you can gel with. Um, the most, I think it says, is with us it was kind of like it was a natural kind of bond. And so when you're interviewing people, you can kind of feel like it's just something that they want to do. Um, you can get a feel for them as if they like you or if they, they come off as a respectful person or a very honest person. Um, it's great to have those people around you so you can kind of control the people that you have inside the building than it is like they just took someone else's word for it. So It's, it's, it's funny because you can feel the authenticity of it. You know what I'm saying? You can feel a generic answer that they just kind of this is what I'm supposed to say and then you can feel when someone really feels the way what they just said you know they really feel that way and uh that's what I think I got from it the most because you know I know sitting in front of different coach having meetings with coaches and stuff um you know they ask the question oh, do you love the game of football you know and then you'll just give like a generic answer or, or something that everyone will say do you work hard yeah I work hard you know what I'm saying so um I think it's it's good to to actually ask those questions and and get the responses and actually know you know where they coming from because at one point we were all doing the same thing and we were on the other side and uh we, you can feel it you know so i think that's uh one of the things that's that's pretty cool about it very interesting too with the, the paperwork side of it <laughs> it's a lot more paperwork on this side than it is on the other side it's the other side is the other application here you go this side is like Got to make sure everything is right for the customer, I mean, for the employees and the people that you bring in, make sure everything's up to date. So that's pretty interesting in itself. So, Do you have any tips or advice you would want to give um, other athletes who are entering a business? Uh, me personally, I would say, you know, surround yourself with people you trust and, you know, they're going to work hard. Like these guys, you know, I look at my family like brothers. Uh, like Sharad said, you know, we've been through a lot. We tore ACL at the same time. We lived together a couple of times in college and out of college. Me and Chris, knowing such as high school, you know, been through a lot since, you know, we've known each other since we were 13, 14 years old, and now we're 24. So, you know, and it's, it's a fine line between, you know, business and, you know, friendship. So keep all that stuff in line. Like, I honestly, obviously, you know, still friends and everything, but you still have to do things as if you didn't know each other, like on the legal side, paperwork. And, you know, just like earlier, like we said, don't let each other slack. Like, you can't just be like, oh yeah, we're friends. Oh well, we'll figure it out. Now you gotta, you gotta, you know, do it professionally, because then that just sets the standard, and then that'll trickle down your business. So you know, we're walking around, you know, you know, just laughing and giggling all day. Then the employees will, you know, think that's fine. They'll start doing the same thing. So you know, just you know, just be ready to work, and 
you know, just make sure it's something that you're ready for, you know. Uh, I think if you're playing sports and you want to run a business, you'll be just fine because you got all the tools, you got the, the confidence, the accountability, and, you know, the competitiveness. So it, it's honestly, you know, you're built for it. A lot of people will tell you that you can't do both at the same time, but, you know, like I said, I'll, you know, look up the guys like Richard Sherman, LeBron James, Derek Jeter, you know, even guys like, you know, Rick Ross, you know, just people who are doing more things at once. And, you know, that's what life's about. You know, you want to have something that gets you up in the morning. Like, we all, we wake up and, you know, we, we don't wake out to bed like, oh, man, I, you know, I hate it. I got to go in today. It's like, you know, get to be a boss today and make something happen. For athletes, I would just say you want to go in and something that you really can find yourself enjoying. So doing the research and finding something that you can actually see yourself going into every day because you don't want to go into something or just any type of venture that where you're dreading and going because you'll lose money. You can't do it because of money. That'd be something that you really can see yourself enjoy doing. Uh, you can always build up for something, but it's always got to be something that you're interested in, something that you can see yourself actually doing on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay, we've reached the end of the interview. Thank you guys for your time. Is there anything you guys would like to, you know, share that, you know, maybe I didn't ask you or you guys would just let everyone know? I got something that's real important. <laughs> if you need your house clean, call 954-530-2572 in the Davie area. We'll take care of it. That's a major plug right there. <laughs> and I just want to, you know, thank uh, Clean for a reason. It's a nonprofit organization that we teamed up with that, you know, allows us to clean the homes of women currently battling and, you know, undergoing cancer treatment. So, you know, if, uh, if you have anyone you want to recommend for that, you know, any ladies, you know, who are currently going under chemotherapy or cancer treatment, uh, you know, you can call Clean for a reason and, you know, they'll set it up to us so we can get out and uh, clean that woman's home free of charge, you know, just take one last thing off her plate. And I uh, also want to give a special shout out to FAU. So, and I hope you got the banner in the back. <laughs> Go out. Go out. And other than that, I mean, they think they hit on every everything. Uh, every, anything is possible, man. God bless.